Number one then, and number one now. You're listening to Heffron and Reed. Heffron and Reed. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. No, for real. It says it right here. Everybody, everybody, buddy, 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 everybody, everybody, you're listening to the Heffernery Podcast. Podcast has been around since uh, 2006, uh, won multiple awards, were rated the best uh, podcast, the number one podcast in the Podcast Federation, and also the Podcast Ranking Association. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, big news, me and John Reap signed a, uh, eh, like an inter- podcaster mano a mano um uh thing agreement today that me and john reap will never perform solo at an arena we decided we sat back and we thought you know what arena comedy shows suck Mm -hmm. uh they're really expensive and you're not gonna get the true feeling of going to see a comic uh, there's yeah. no reason why I should, should see comedy when there's 50,000 other people. Um, it's not how it's supposed to be. So me and John just signed a thing saying we will not ever do arenas. We get asked all the time, yeah. will, you, will you do an arena? And I'm like, I can't, but you know what? I, I'll go to Bricktown, Oklahoma City this weekend. Mm-hmm. I'll perform there. I'll perform at uh, the Comedy Castle in November. Or, or Denver Comedy Works, I do that. Yeah, but like I, I'm, I'm going, I'm going to Jacksonville, Florida. I'm not playing the the Gator Bowl. No, I, I'm playing the Comedy Zone in Jacksonville, Florida, November three, four, and five. Because we believe that when you see comedy, you shouldn't hear echo. You shouldn't see a little dot of a comic and then the echo of what they said. Right. Uh, plus, we don't want to. You know, there's bands, there's sports teams that need those arenas, and we're just nice. We don't want to just take take an yeah. arena a- away from Aerosmith. So yeah, that's you can't I'm- really it's if it's it's too big it, yeah. you don't get the nuances, you don't get the subtext, you don't get the intimacy that is very crucial in comedy. Timing, all of it. Yeah, so that's why when when you see uh a, a, you know a few comics always performing at really big venues, you're like, "Well, those are the comics to see." Well, I say I say no. The, the 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 smaller venue comedians is who you need to see. Yeah, if you want those, have more fun. those other ones fly on their private jet and then they get off the jet and then they complain about life and it's weird because you're like, well, you're just on a private jet and yeah. now you're complaining for an hour about random shit. You should not be complaining <laughs> about anything. Yeah, so that's why you see smaller venue comedians because they have real shit to bitch about. Everything else is is manufactured and everyone's yeah. trying to. Uh, their role, their character, so they got to stay that way. So now they're locked into always complaining because now there's a billion people. Where our smaller comics, we can change. One show, we might be in a great mood and just give out nothing but um, 
you know, um, promo codes. accolades. Yeah. Yeah. Accolades. Stuff like that. Hey, John, real quick. I actually do have a promo code. Um, okay. I'm just going to throw it out real quick. Okay. There's this service called Every Plate. Have you heard of it? Have not. Every Plate, it's a meal delivery system. You sign up for it. They, they, have, they send you all the ingredients that you need to make for one meal or two meals, however many you, you sign up mm-hmm. for a week. And I have a, a promo code, REAP149, R-E-E-P-149. That'll save you up to $110 on your first month. And I absolutely love it. And me and Jody cook together now. It's kind of fun. Yeah. You don't need to go looking for a certain ingredient like, oh, tonight we're going to have this. The instructions are right there. Real simple. And that was a free plug on the Hanford and Reap show. And I want you to use the promo code. I think you'll love it. So it's uh, one plate promo code REAP149. Yeah. Everyplate.com. 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 Also, yeah. this show is sponsored by uh, Sager um, Publishing. <laughs> um, if you're in the kids' books, if you got a kid and you and you and you want to read books to your kids, right? Unless you're some, unless you're a parent that's like a deadbeat and you have no interaction with your kids, unless you're mm-hmm. just some, you just some parent that sits there as a sludge playing Candy Crush as your kids are crying, hoping to get some type of eye connection from their mom or dad. Unless you're one of those people, unless you're more selfish. And you don't read to your kids. But if right. you do read to your kids or if you're a grandparent, uh, this is just one of the five books we have on Amazon. Mm. If you go to Amazon and just type in the word my grandma makes, you'll see my grandma makes grilled cheese sandwiches. My grandma makes blueberry pancakes. We got gingerbread house for the holidays. Mm. Um, there's some good ones. Uh, good reviews. People are loving it. Uh, this one, Mr. Chris Kringle is in it. He makes an appearance. Mm. Uh, a delivery guy makes an appearance with a puppy. That's a big, that's a thing. And uh, our 1980s mom, if you notice, yeah, uh, our 1980s mom, she's um, kind of hot. Yeah, she, but but look at her. She looks like she'd be on a sitcom in like the 80s. <laughs> yeah, right. And then mm-hmm. uh, look at a beautiful house they live in. Uh, look at their neighbor's it's house. Nice, very thing. So that is uh, my grandma makes on Amazon. Uh, you should go there. Also, gotta talk to John Reap about this cruise. It's the Sea Amigos cruise taking place yeah, uh, next so- next November. Here, I have a question though, John. Yeah. Have, what's the longest you've been on one cruise? It's uh, seven days. Yeah, I think ten days, maybe. Ten, and it was fine. I think the country music cruise I used to do was a pretty long one. Yeah, here's the deal. Well, tell me about this heaven, because yeah, I'll tell you what. This ship that we're going to be on, okay, is a brand new ship. It's okay. called Wonder of the Seas. It is the biggest cruise ship that you can be on, and they have tons of activities. You really won't get bored uh, if you're with someone you want to be. With. There's tons of things to do, tons of places to go. Not only are we going to have fun hanging out, doing comedy, karaoke, podcasting, whatever. There's tons, tons of things to do that the ship already has built in. Okay. And so, you probably are you worried about just being bored on the ship, not with nothing to do? 
No, I'm just worried about uh, Michelle's going, but I'm uh, now I'm worried about a work situation. And I told her at just one of the ports, she might be able to go or, you know, towards the end or something. You know what I mean? Maybe she needs to get out. Or maybe, yeah, you just don't see me that Friday. Show up and then I have to might have to leave on Friday. Right. But I want to be helicoptered out. I want to get kicked off the ship so Mm. I get some play on my like social media. Well, we know what you can do. So I'll probably will do something fun like that. That is go to go to um, John, johnreap.com on that one and then click cruise. Okay. Yeah. Or, or take a picture happened? of that. You forgot to take those coasters to Spokane, Washington. And I was a little upset because I saw the sold out crowd. I, I kept Cup? thinking, look at all those people. I have no idea that they could be on a cruise ship with this guy who's murdering felt, right I've, now. I felt the same way when I would say, go, I got others. And people just stare at you. <laughs> I felt the same way. It was great. Spokane. Uh, I haven't been there in a while. Um, crowds are good. Crowds are good because they sell popcorn and popcorn chicken. That's it. Mm. Big believer in the more food a comedy club has, just, just the worse the audience is going to be. Mm-hmm. My new thing. No, not, no com- fault of their own. It's just because there's the more things to drop on the floor and distract distract from the show. Uh, well, I, when I was on stage or the uh, forest, um, this, this feature act who I just told you about, and I, 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 I always want to say Forrest Griffin, but that's not his name. Um, this guy, Forrest, that I worked with this weekend, super funny. While he was on stage, there's a girl in the front row with her her boyfriend. And, you know, there were like four or five seats empty. She laid front row. She put her head down on one of the seats and laid completely, completely down, just right on the front row. And her boyfriend just sat and she laid down and she heckled. She heckled Forrest and Forrest goes, I've never been heckled by anybody who's ever been in full prone position before. Um, And then. Was she drunk? Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, they were yeah. drunk. They were young, oh too. And then the kid wanted to fight everybody. Her boyfriend wanted to fight everybody. But it was like, you could tell he was one of those guys that he would, he would talk about how he was going to fight you for like maybe 20 minutes. Oh. You know what I mean? And then he'd probably pull out his phone to try to TikTok it before he fought you. And then that's when you'd smash him in his face. <laughs> So he's, he's like, I'm going to come over there. I'm, I'm going to put you in a headlock. I'm going to yeah. give you a noogie. Then I'm going to give you a wedgie. And then yeah. I'm, like, he would announce all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. That's kind of like, didn't, uh, wasn't there a movie back in the day? Kung, not Kung Fu. It was Billy Jack. Well, he would announce, like, in yeah. about two seconds, I'm going to take my right foot. Yeah, and slap I'm gonna it put on it your, right in, on your left right, side of face. Left side of that was face. the only fight scene in that entire movie, and it was a karate movie. Billy like, Jack? Yeah, there's like one kick, and that was it. I had my friend when I was in college, uh, my friend Lynn um, Moyer, he got in a fight with somebody who was having a house party next to ours or something, and this in their mouth on, at each other, you know, on the porch, or, you know, across from each other, their mouth and off, let's go, let's go, I'll meet you out there. So everybody in all the houses came. Mm-hmm. Right. And then uh so this is this picture every 80s kind of this is exactly what was happening. The kid had a white, I'll never forget, had a white uh Izod uh sweater on, right? With the with a like a, a green V 
like a green V on the sweater. Yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. What I mean? With the, then a it's kind of like a bulky sweater, isn't it? Yeah. Bulky and has like yeah. ridges. Yeah. It's like I know exactly v, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then he has a IZOD or something underneath it with the collar up. <laughs> yeah. Right. And he had those brown shoes that had those laces mm-hmm. that went like all the way around the brown almost. shoes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, jeans that were tapered, that were yeah, like, dude. like, like folded, right? So I know this guy. I went to high school with this dude. Yeah, so that guy's mom set up by Lynn, and and Lynn's a huge guy and played sports in high school. It was just, um, so they went to square up. They went to square off. Lynn's like, you put, you know, push, you put. He's saying, you know, there's a shove there, and then the guy steps back, and then he goes like this with his sweater, and goes like oh. that. To take his sweater off, and right mm. about the time the sweater was here, Lynn went whomp, punched square and right in the face, knocked the guy. The guy just went pink and just <laughs> put out. And then everybody was like, "It's fucking a cheap shot and stuff." And like you're in a fight, dude. You don't let the person take off their eyes out sweater. There's you're no such that thing, thing as a cheap shot. Yeah, in you don't let the guy get a... undressed. Yeah, yeah he, he had already made the and... posture. They had already pushed each other a little bit. It was going down. Yeah, you you square off. It's you're you're squared off. The the fight starts the second that you're square off. What a dummy! So did he punch? So he had his sweater like this, which Bam, means there right was there. fabric right here. Right. So there. he actually just hit the sweater. Smashed him. And Lynn was a huge <laughs> guy too, like high school quarterback, uh, wow. all star, you know, pitcher. Like he, mm. it was the wrong guy to like mess with anyway. But wow. uh, th- this kid was was feeling That's hilarious. Nice. feisty. A um, couple things I want to talk about today, John, if you don't mind. We've got sure. a couple things going on. Have you? What is up with Bill Murray and all his inappropriate behavior on set? Have you been hearing these stories come out? I saw, uh, I don't know what the newest one is, so I'll let you tell me. Well, the newest one that I've heard, and that now everybody's piling on. Like, um, what's the kid's name? Oh, God. They used to say, cha-ching. He was in that commercial. Seth. Seth. Um, not Rogan. Cha-ching. The redheaded kid. Seth. Yeah. Not not, not uh, Seth, who plays the. He's also the voice of, like, yeah, Family Guy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Seth something. McFar- not McFarlane. Right. No. Not McFarlane. Uh <laughs> and I know who you're talking. Yeah, I know who yeah. you're talking about. So just recently, he was on an episode of uh, My Mystic Morning or something, or, um, and he was telling a story. He, they said, "What's the rudest person that you've had to work with?" And he said, "Bill Murray." When I was a kid, I was on a show with Bill Murray, and he was like nine years old, and he was sitting like in a, a shared space, like a green room type area, on a couch, and he was sitting on the armrest of the couch. And Bill Murray walked over and said, hey, that's my chair. You can't sit there. That's my spot. And then he said, he's like, what are you, what are you, what are you talking about? This is, this is a shared space. I'm, I'm, I'm on the armrest, even. I'm not even, there's plenty of space here. And he said, Bill Murray bent over, grabbed him by the ankles, picked him upside down, and took him to the trash can and said, the trash belongs in the trash can, and throws him in the trash can <laughs> and went and sat back down. And it was like... He didn't take it to be funny. He was crying, and he had to go, you know, he went back to his green room and shut the door and came back out and finished the show. But but that's the latest one. But there's there's been tons going on, man. Is that I didn't know like this about old- him. He always had this mystic, this air about him as like the coolest dude, right? 
But, but if you're an older dude and you're 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 working with like a nine year old, that like a nine year old, I don't mm-hmm. know. Are we judging by today's standards? That nine year old is like that age where, like, you can kind of rough, like grabbing somebody by the ankles and oh, you're getting a swirly and kind of yeah. like. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it made him cry. Well, it goes back to even to when he was on SNL. He said Dan Aykroyd called him the Murricane because of his mood swings. You never knew what he was gonna, what kind of mood he would be in that day. And Chevy Chase recalled returning to the show as host in '78 and Murray like just insulting him right before the. Uh, and then, it, then they got physical, so they got in a fight. In 93, <laughs> he went back on SNL, and Rob Schneider said uh, he'd hated Rob Schneider and Chris Farley and Adam Sandler. That he, was, Bill, Bill Murray said that? Yeah, like he didn't like any of them. Um, <laughs> in the movie Quick Change, Gina Davis uh, recalls a uncomfortable meeting where Murray, uh, well, they were getting ready to shoot a, uh, the movie Quick Change, and Murray insisted on using a massaging device on her back, even though she refused a bunch of times. She said, I said no multiple times, but he, he wouldn't relent. I would have had to have yell at him and cause a scene if I was going to try to give up me. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, hang on. Cause a scene if I was to get him to give up trying to force me to do it. The other men in the room didn't do anything to make it stop. I realized that with profound sadness that I didn't yet have the ability to withstand his onslaught. So I simply walked out. But, yeah. So he wanted to use a massaging device on her. I don't know if that was part of the scene or not. Uh, But another time he was on the Arsenio Hall show with her promoting the film. And uh, he repeatedly tried to take off her spaghetti strap, like behind her, just was moving it down. Yeah. Um, And then in Stripes, something was going on in Stripes Um, and and Scrooged. Um, What about Bob? Remember that one with Richard Dreyfuss? Yeah, yeah. Richard Dreyfuss said uh, they, they got confrontational and Murray threw an ashtray at his head and said, no one likes you. So all these stories are coming out now, and it's really sad and upsetting because I love Bill Murray. And I thought yeah. he was just one of these extra cool dudes who just didn't care about the showbiz side of things. and was just He's such an icon. He comes and goes as he pleases, and he just does what he wants. And now I'm hearing all this negative stuff. That's a lot, actually. The massage one's creepy. Anybody yeah. chucking anything at anybody is creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, that wouldn't have been a good f- fight, though. Dreyfus versus him. Like, if somebody <laughs> exactly. threw something at me, you're fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, you're fighting. Like, are, are there... What happens if you're a big actor on a set, and it's probably happened a lot, where you literally throw down with the other guy? Like, who mm-hmm. gets fired? Oh, the, like, the, if those the two lower. throw... If he threw a, an ashtray at me, and it almost hit me. Let's say I was Richard Dreyfus. Uh, but let's say I was Richard Dreyfus prone to fight and he, you went over there and just started beating the shit out of him who <laughs> right. would get right there's probably some who would get fu- like fight i you know what i mean somebody would get let go somebody would there's hr on movies i remember when i was on last comic standing there were two problems there were two major off air problems in last comic standing was a show i was on in 2004 um Oh, you won that thing, didn't you? There was a won that thing. Uh, There was a sexual assault um, issue on our show. 
Uh, so they had a tent with lawyers and we all had to stop shooting. And then we had to go in this in this tent and, yeah. and every, everyone had to kind of say what, what their accounts were. Um, it was between executives. And then uh, Corey Holcomb, yep. who, who was on our show, uh, almost uh, was going to beat up Ant, who's a comedian who was also on our show. Mm-hmm. Um, and that got really that got really close. Wow. That we were in a little bus and all the sound guys were in the bus behind us. And uh, Corey Holcomb sits down and asked Ant to repeat what Ant said. Ant did. And I was like two seats back. And I'm just like, why Why would you just, why would you repeat it? Like, you just know when to like, yeah. you know, give up. You say, I'm not doing that, man. Just take it easy now. Just but you instead, know, roll he repeated over the insult. And, and show him your stomach. Cause Corey Holcomb <laughs> is the alpha in this yeah. scenario. So then Pescatelli was, was in between them and she moved out of the way. So she wasn't even going to try to go, Hey, everybody keep calm. Mm-hmm. Now you're just trying to make room. So Corey wasn't, <laughs> yeah. and I think Alonzo Bowden came, came walking from the back and he tried to kind of, but then Alonzo was having a moment of, mm, Ant kind of made his own bet on this one. Yeah. And right. Alonzo did that, guys. Let's just, come on, guys. Like, it was just being Alonzo, yeah. just trying to be a little bit yeah. of a peacemaker, but nah. Yeah. Uh, and then everybody got off, uh, uh, came on the bus and separated them. And then by the time we got back to our little reality home house that they put us up in, our, we, our season, we were in like this castle or something. Yeah. Uh, another tent got put up, and then we had to sit there and talk talk with executives, and, and everyone had to be made sure, are you okay with this situation? How do you feel Does right now? Everybody feels safe. Yeah, everybody, yeah, yeah. And then and though I remember getting pissed because Ant got to go stay at the Four Seasons or whatever nice hotel it was by us. And we were on that show. We were sequestered for or whatever the word is. We had to be on that show for months, maybe. So, so you were on air, but then if you lost, if you got if you got voted out, you had to go stay at a hotel. They still wouldn't let you go home. Right. You still couldn't use your phone. You still couldn't. There yeah. really wasn't the internet at the time. This was 2004, yeah. believe it or not. So there really wasn't a lot for you to go post. Um, but Ant got to stay at a hotel. And all that stuff because he was upset. <clears throat> so, um, which so Ant sort of started it, and then- Todd Glass started it. Um, I wish I could find the footage of the whole scenario. All right, well, Todd, you're, I'll you're, tell you, I'll tell you what, what happened. So, we were in a bus, we're driving through um, Hollywood, and we're do we had to do stuff where you had like competitions. I think we had to go to Hollywood Boulevard. And, and and do a bringer show. Try to get as many people into our show as we could. And whoever, whatever comic had the most audience members won that challenge. Okay. And if you won the challenge, remember how reality shows went? Then you then you got, you were immune to get voted out, out of the show. Right. So we're driving and Todd Glass yells because they have all those fake superheroes that are alongside the wall. Yeah. Or alongside <coughs> Sunset Boulevard. Right. So Todd Glass yells out of the bus to Spider-Man. Uh, he, he goes, hey, Spider-Man, nice dick. <laughs> okay. So, and then, then Todd said something about that. He used the F word. 
He goes, come on, what are you being, like, almost to himself, like he was heckling himself. Mm-hmm. He goes, come on, don't make fun of Spider-Man, you're being, an, and he said the F word, which I won't say. Mm-hmm. Okay? An effing a-hole? Come mm-hmm. on, man, don't no. use a D word, you're being an effing a-hole. No, he said, why are you being such a, and then the F word. Just an F, okay. Right. Oh, oh, not, a, not F-U-C-K. Hmm. The other uh, one, egg. right? Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That F word. There are two F words now. So then, Aunt says to Todd, "Why, you know, whatever said, don't use the F word. Mm-hmm. Why do you feel it necessarily to use the F word? Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know." And then they went off on a thing. Uh, and then Aunt goes. What you don't see me out here, and then he put down the window and yelled the N word. Oh, right. So you see how this? See how this is not just. Todd so then, Glass took a fire poker and just sort of did this. So then, then Corey the Holcomb the was just minding it. his own business, and then he turned and said, "What did you just say?" Right, and then Aunt said, "I said the N word. If he can say the F word." I can say the N word, and he started going N word, N word, N word, N word, <laughs> like that, like sing songy. There is, I like mean, what are the songy. odds that NBC would release these doc? I mean, you know, there's maybe that's one <laughs> one way. I mean, one reason why they're not airing Last Comic Standing on NBC streaming services. I feel like they should be. <laughs> it was a good show, but now we know why. Because so of Ant. So then uh, Corey sat down. And do you know who Corey Holcomb is? Yeah. Ever met Holcomb. him? Ever been a, just yeah. physically around him? Yeah. He's, he's, he's a like large five guy. people. But his yeah. shoulders, he's like five people. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's from Chicago. Last guy I, I would sing song any word to. Yeah. Right. Any, I, like, do you know what I mean? Like, I make eye contact with Corey for like four seconds just because I'm. I'm Dominance. <laughs> I don't, I, you know what I mean? I don't stare too long because then, yeah. then it's a thing. Uh, so then Corey he takes off. We wear, I know you know what it is, John, but on the show, we had all these hidden like mics on us, these things mm-hmm. called lavaliers. So they're literally taped to you. And there's just one on you at, at some, some point in your clothing, but it's usually attached to you. So if you go to the bathroom or something, you can't just unclip it. Corey takes his off and tries to kind of toss it, but it's all taped. And then he was like, you think I care? You think I care about these mother effing cameras? Mm-hmm. I, will, I will beat you. I will beat your ass right now. And, th- and there was a couple camera guys just, mm-hmm. you know, boom guys got the mic still in there. But we're in one of those short buses. We're not we're not even in a big because they right. thought it'd be funny. FYI, mm-hmm. looking yeah. back, very not acceptable. We mm-hmm. were in a short bus because we were comics. Mm hmm. So you can find a flaw with that. Yeah. Nowadays times. Why why uh, is that funny? Yeah. So uh so Corey was like, I, I don't give a shit about this show. I don't give a shit about the NBC like NBC like mm-hmm. say it one more time and we're 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 going and he said it again. Mm. He said it again. And you're just you're just one you know, when That's you're just removed right. from it, you now just everyone like, just goes. backs up. Go ahead, buddy. You're just like, gosh dang it. Don't don't like you just like just just don't hide behind your sexuality right now. It's not going to work. Yeah, Corey's not is is you know like this. <laughs> you need to stop. You need to stop. 
and then the bus pulled off and, and everybody came and then um everybody wow. you know everybody was, was friends uh, it's kind of on the sh- like well i wish there was a way people could stream that show yeah it's I a know. little dated but it they left part of it on but what what they ended up editing was not like what happened at all oh like, really yeah yeah Wow, dude, that's hilarious. Um, and Todd Glass, what was he doing during all this? Was he just, I mean, you said what uh, Alonzo did and Tammy did. During this, knowing that Todd Glass started it, was he trying to break it up or was he throwing I'm gas trying to, He fire? was in it for like a second. Yeah. And then he, then he was like, and I didn't know, you know, I didn't mean that word as being offensive. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then they had a discussion. And you know, well, and I'm, Todd, know if- Todd was gay on the show. Todd wasn't gay on the show. He wasn't. I, out I was. Yet. That's what I was about to ask you. Is was okay. Is he? So he's out now. He's out now. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Good. But but on the show, he 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 wasn't out. So aunt so aunt didn't know. Aunt didn't because yeah. I think Todd Glass is allowed to say that word. Now I that think he's Todd out. Just, yeah, but so he was, Todd just assumed. He was gay then, so he yeah, just yeah. kind of said probably yeah. what he says all the time and just right. whatever. Uh, but nobody kind of knew, you right. know what I mean? So that so then Ann was like, "You gotta be gay to say that word, and you're not." And then that that's weird. And then Todd's back, like, right, mm, right. I guess I'll be quiet for for now. Yeah, <laughs> for five well, years. Yeah, I don't. Uh, that's interesting. That's my recollection of how it's how it happened. It's been twenty years. I could be yeah. a little foggy and could have some information. Um, missed on that. Um, now, but, check this out, John. But uh, everybody go, got I'll, to stay, though. Even though there was a physical fight, everybody got to stay. That's why back to movies, if you get in a fight fight with somebody, do they just let you go or right. do you get fired from the set? If, if someone were to get fired, I think it would be the the weaker star, like like whoever has less star power. So in this instance, Bill Murray versus Richard Dreyfus. Both of those are big stars. Yeah. Um, but I think at that point, Bill Murray was a bigger star than Dreyfus, who was kind of like on the way out, maybe. They mm-hmm. may have replaced Dreyfus on that one. I don't know. But they got along. Remember Lucy Lou? Remember Charlie's Angels? He was on that, yes. too. Uh, she had a problem with him, too. Um, apparently, he was just insulting her all the time. He came in what? one time. He came in there one time, and all the uh, other stars were there. Like uh, Cameron Diaz and uh, uh, who was the other girl? Charlie's Angels, Drew Barrymore, mm-hmm. and he and all three sit there. He goes, "Oh, I see why these two big stars are here, but why are you here?" Like he like insulted her career and was just like just picking on her relentlessly. And uh, so she had. I mean, that, I remember that being a thing in the news when that happened. So um, I would like to meet that- Bill Murray one day, but now I'm afraid. Is some of that like ripping? Like one, uh, you know, Lucy Liu is how I got into comedy, right? Oh, I vaguely remember you telling She's me. She's the one. She worked at the comedy club here in Ann Arbor, and she signed me up for my first open mic. She came to our oh, table kid. and said, "We have open mics on Tuesday. Do you want to do open mic?" And I said, "Yes," because we Michigan? all wanted. Yeah, we all wanted to impress her, and she was Lucy Liu. So she signed me up and came and said. Hey, you're on the schedule for next Tuesday. Just be here by six thirty. So she, Lucy Lou, is is the very first person to ever 
Wow. Say, get me on stage at a comedy club and then go. How did you know? Uh, how did she know you were funny? What were you doing? I mean, why she did didn't. She I think she had a quota or something. Maybe she was forced to ask every table to try to get people on open mic. You know what I mean? I think she just went down the line and just kind of oh. asked everybody. So, but wow, do you but wouldn't that like no, nope, never, never talked to her since that day. Yeah, one wow. time. Do you think that's um, what Bill Murray did though? Have you ever walked into a comedy club green room and you know there were two comics you're not working with or you're you're working with that you'd never met and you just kind of make fun of one of them, like or like. <laughs> Right, right, right. Like, yeah, it's just called like busting balls, kind of a thing. Yeah. Some, it's it's a very uh, northeastern t- way of being, you know. I don't typically like it, but I know what's going on. I know they don't mean anything most of the time. They're just like right. trying to be funny, and that's that's what they do. Yeah. But can you not do that uh, without? If you're a guy, can you not do that to th- three women? No, correct. In this article about Bill Murray, uh, he doesn't discriminate based on your sex. Like he bullies dudes and females and children. <laughs> yeah, he treats so them he all is, the same. Yeah, so I don't know. At least that's consistent. Yeah, right. So uh, I, I want to know what's behind all that, though. I, I hope he, you know, he did admit on some show. He goes, "Well, you know, I kind of grew up in a different era." And the world has changed, and I need to learn how to behave in this new world that I'm now living in. So I think he's taken some ownership of it. But what a crazy thing. Um, hmm. Did you uh, – all right, so, John, I saw this as well. Circle K just signed a deal, and they're going to start selling marijuana uh, in their stores in Florida in 2023. Like legal marijuana – you don't have to go to dispensary anymore. You can go to a gas station, Circle K, and get you some get you some reefer. What are your thoughts? Hot dog sales is going to go up. Um, do they have tests? Can cops pull you over and test you for pot for they driving? They are working on one now. I just saw this in the news as well. They're working on a breathalyzer that can test both alcohol and marijuana. Because uh, it's not ready yet, but they're close. I think this might be all a huge play just to bust people for smoking and driving, especially if that's a couple thousand dollar fine, right? If mm-hmm. drunk driving is a ten thousand dollar fine, if you mm-hmm. if you get busted drunk driving in in your legal, it's like you got to go to AA, you get your license thing, and then you have to blow into a, a thing to get your car to start. That whole process right. is like ten grand. So you got to figure if you get busted smoking pot or being really high, they're going to find a way to make that five grand. Mm -hmm. Then how much more people are they going to catch at five grand than they're catching at 10? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's, I can see that. I I could also see like, I'm not going to circle K at a certain time when I know that some stoner is going to be sitting at the gas pump, staring at it, forgot, you know, (laughs) forgot he's even in a car. And, and I just think the wait, the wait for anything at a Circle K is going to be longer now. <laughs> Everyone's just going to yeah. be wandering around high, or maybe you just come in, get it, and get out. Um, yeah, K- uh, well, you know the, the the new cars that they're talking about in the future are all going to be electric cars, is what they're saying. Um, it, that we don't have to drive, 
But if you do get behind the wheel, I think now they're going to have a device where it knows if you're drunk, it knows if you've been smoking, you know, and it could probably like you put in your destination. Mm -hmm. I mean, could you imagine a world where everybody's car talks to each other? All the cars are synced up and you, and, 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 and all the cars know what, what the traffic's going to be like that day because it knows where everyone's going. Yeah. How yeah, efficient yeah. would that be? Would you ever have to hit your brakes? I, on that, I wonder if there's like your car, just almost like, a, are you a robot? Just right on your steering wheel where, where your horn would be, a thing would pop up and you have to pass, you have to hit a couple things or your car's like, yeah, no, you're too fucked up to go anywhere. Right. We're gonna stay, right. We're going to stay right here. You have to play a game of Wordle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta do, yeah, yeah. Words with friends, like one or two, and if you don't get two right, you're just too dumb to drop. You just can't, yeah, or some kind of, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Um, I don't know. Also, Circle K's. I don't circle. There's some places I won't stop at, even if they're well lit for some reason. Uh, mm. I just Circle K's to me always look very Robby. <laughs> like like Circle K's always have the vibe that that's where all the mask men with guns come in. I agree. I and sheets is the opposite of that. Sheets, sheets is the I, best. Is, yeah. Sheets. You want to homeschool your kids in that place. <laughs> you know, you want your kids to come in. You're okay. You'll, you'll let your kids run around. You'll go take a nap in the car. Let your kids just hang out there. Yeah. Yeah. And they got a lot of space for turning around and stuff. I, I like a yeah, gas like station sheets. that has a lot, a lot of square feet, a lot of, a lot of room to move around in. Yeah. Um, have you yeah. ever taken a shower at a truck stop? I think I did s- at some point in my 20s because they had to call your name. And I took a shower. Yes, I did. And I wore like white, uh, you know, white socks into the shower because I didn't mm. have shower shoes. And I figured that shower was <laughs> disgusting. So I wore white socks into the shower. <laughs> then when I got out of the shower, I took off the wet socks. You, look, just, you did some laundry. I just figured, no, I just left them. I figured it's just, it's just the <laughs> It's the boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. No, I never have, but I like going to those gas stations. If I'm on a road trip, like the, the professional ones for all the truckers as well. Yeah. You know, cause there's a lot of room and uh, there's all these neat gadgets in there that truckers want, you know, a lot yeah, of like yeah. uh, CB stuff, and I like to walk around. And then sometimes you'll you'll go past the shower area, and sometimes they have a like a game room, like an arcade game room. Yeah. Sometimes they have like a view a TV viewing room where people just get there and watch TV or something. But I always I, feel like there's something shady about to happen. Like that's where some guy's gonna. If I go into the TV waiting room and I sit there and watch TV, it's a matter of time before somebody sits right next to me and goes, "Yeah." The pearl is in the river. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> what? 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 There's what? Some, some guy just reading a paper, and when you walk you know, walk away, he puts the paper down, and he just follows you out in the parking lot. Yeah, it's yeah. just too shady. I felt that way. Ever stay at one of those, those uh, hotels where you get murdered at, where your car is right in front of your front door? Yeah, yeah. Like, those... I, my car the, got robbed in one of those. <laughs> those scare the shit out of me. It's like a Motel 6 or something like that. Um, I was um, staying at, 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 this is a long time ago, I happened to be with a girl. 
uh, that I had met that weekend. It was going great. And um, it was a kind of an icy day, like it was sleeted or something. Mm-hmm. And we're in there, and we heard this noise. She goes, oh, my God, what was that? I said, that's ah, probably just some ice crystals falling, just some sleet. Don't worry about it. C- come back over here. And then you hear it again. I'm like, oh, my, that, that sounds bad. I opened the door. It was uh, two or three guys in a van that had stopped their car, had like a bat little, and had was bashing out windows. Mm-hmm. And he, he just finished bashing out her window. And I'm just standing there, and it's three dudes. And they see me, and I'm going, hey! And they're like, they look at me like, are we going to whip his ass? Right. Or we just, they sized me up. Guy got van and drove off. They wow, just left. Dude. Not in a hurry. Like I wasn't threatening to him. But just realize, well, he might, might be, he might. Be or I mean, if you if you're in the hotel, they probably realize we just think this guy was about to, and nobody wants to deal with that anger when right. you get interrupted. Yeah, you know, so maybe they sensed the glow about you. Yeah, and then they left, and then we walked out to her car. They had stolen her radio and CDs, <laughs> and then I started. I felt bad for it, but then I started bragging. I see. well, that's because you don't – see, my dad taught me. My dad used to be a cop. Uh, I never get robbed because I have a sheriff's jacket hanging up in my car. So people see the jacket, they think, oh, that might be a cop's car. And then we walked over to my car. They had already robbed me. <laughs> they took – after now I just the, made a the point. The guy's driving away in a sheriff jacket. Yeah. <laughs> right. I was yeah, like, well, they can check on mine. I'll say, this is, oh, shit. They got my radio and my CDs. I remember staying at one way up north in Michigan where uh, the heater, the heater, not the bed, you had to put, uh, you got, is there a fire going on in your place? No, that was uh, There's, um, you had to put quarters in the heater. Wow. And the heater only lasted maybe an hour and a half. So you'd go to sleep and then you'd wake up and your room was maybe 20 something degrees. And then you'd have to put more quarters in and then the heater would kick on. Quarters but it only in stayed the heater. Yeah. And it, it would only stay on for an hour and a half or two hours at the most. So all night you're doing that. That was back when I'm going to age myself. If you wanted to watch a movie, you had to go to the front desk and they'd give you a plastic key. And then you'd put the plastic key into the top of the TV and turn it, and it would break the key. And then the movie you wanted to watch wow. uh, would, would be playing. Wow. So we, <laughs> you and I are both road dogs. Have you ever stayed? And I, I'm i pretty sure I have stayed in a hotel where the bed vibrates. You know, you put a quarter. You see it in movies. It's a trope in all sort of 80s movies, you know, comedies. I've never stayed... I don't think I've stayed in there. Maybe I have, but I didn't turn the bed on. But have you stayed in these hotels where they have like a – there's a TV that you can watch and it's to other people's rooms? It's like a swinger-type hotel? No, 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 no. That would be horrible. No. Yeah, it's like when you check in, you understand that there's a camera in your room and you will be no. – you're, 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 you're saying, it's okay, I, I, I want to be watched. And then you can turn on the TV and watch other people's rooms as well. Never so see everybody's it. watching everybody. So creepy. I wish yeah. uh, what I just bought is all downstairs, and I, I'm not. We're gonna get done soon, so I'm not gonna go get it. Speaking of that, I just bought these pens. Um, 
I don't even have anything similar, but it's a pen that finds a camera for you. So I can take mm-hmm. this pen into any room, click it. It'll tell me if there's a Wi-Fi signal. So even if you don't see internet, it'll tell you if it's a Wi-Fi, if it's 3G, or if it's like regular, or if it's the transmitting of like a video, you know, mm-hmm. like some of those like clock cams transmit a signal, mm-hmm. but it's not on internet. It's like a 2G thing. It'll let you know if that's going on. And then you hit a button and it starts uh, blinking red and you go like this and it'll find a camera. Wow. And then it turns green. And then the closer you get to the camera, the noise starts. The chirping gets uh, higher mm-hmm. and higher. Wow. So, that's- you know, if you, if you go into an Airbnb or anything like that and you have one of these, you could click it on and you could see if there's any hidden cameras in your Airbnb. Mm-hmm. That's been going on a lot. I've been seeing it on, yeah, on Facebook. They're real little, right? man. I like, I've, I've, yeah, I'll show them next time. I walked around my house and I went to all my webcams. You know, found like every one. I have like a little camera to record stuff on stage. You find, found everything mm-hmm. the lens. Kind of yeah, cool. they're they're putting cameras in anything now. I mean, I I saw one where it was a, it was a block for a, like a you know USB for your phone. You know, like it looked like something you would plug a cord into to charge your phone. You yeah. know, I'm talking about the little block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, it, but it had but it had a tiny little camera in it. And yeah. so they, they the, whoever's Airbnb it was, they had left it in the bathroom as if to offer you, oh, here's somewhere you can charge your phone, yet it's got a little camera in it. And some guy discovered it. And he's like, how long has this been in here? Yeah. What all has he recorded? Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait till I find one in a hotel. Can't wait. What would you do if you found it? Would you... uh Take the I'd watch whatever's on it. <laughs> right. Right. Because who knows a lot. Well, well, now you're watching. You might be watching somebody else that you're not supposed to be watching. Yeah. I'd watch it just to see. But then I think I would go online. How would you do that? I think I would post about it first. Like mm. I was just in this hotel and I just found this with this thing. Then I would maybe tell front desk. Mm-hmm. Right. Or would you go to front desk first? Or would you call the cops first? I'd make a stink. I'd make sure I get extra points or I get free internet or I get like an upgraded room. I wouldn't let the hotel. Ooh, yeah, good move. Stay. So maybe you do I'd this. Get, That's a good call. Uh, or I so, want the manager go. I found this in the thing. I have video of me finding it in the thing. So mm-hmm. I need some hush money. That's right. That's a good move. There was at um, Planet Fitness in Hickory one time. They found a camera in the, the uh, one of the tanning rooms. You know, because oh, wow. people go to tan and they get they take all their clothes off. They get the tanning bed, and they found one, and uh, it was a big to do. And I think the person got caught and uh, ended up getting in big trouble. But that happened at my gym. Luckily, yeah, um, you know, I saw this uh, as a like somebody did it on maybe YouTube or, or something, and it's more for the ladies who watch this podcast. I guess you try it or at least be aware. Um, no one's doing it for me. What they did is they took their cell phones and they put it on record and then they take, and then they flip the camera. Then they put their cell phone in their back pocket. So then when they're walking, you can then later see how many guys walk behind them and take pictures of their, either their butts or stalker guys that like this one girl was followed almost five blocks from this guy that was just like turned and just was following her. 
Well, wow. he wasn't taking pictures, and then they didn't know until they took the phone out and then watch it. So you turn your phone, put it in your pocket, and just walk and then see how much trouble you might have been in. Or with, even with just, just guys who turn their head and check you out. You yeah. Know? Yeah, but a lot of pictures. Like, th- this girl had – and then they had all these girls doing it, and it was just, you know, wow. guys, like, taking pictures, walking as close to them as they can. Wow. It was really creepy. Great. It's now re- I can't even look at butts anymore. Nope. Dude, you keep your get blinders and walk straight ahead like a gentleman. <laughs> That's what I do. That's right. Uh, there's also this thing I saw uh someone made a uh a life sized Han Solo out of bread and it looks pretty cool. Have you seen this? No, I have not. Some baker in California did it and it's uh pretty neat looking. I think Alan might have it. Um, let's see if I can pull it up here. Loaf Saber. Yeah. Co-owners of one house bakery in, uh, Benicia, California spent weeks molding, baking and assembling the star Wars creation. Uh, Han Solo may be a hunk, but pan solo is a hunk of bread. There he is. <laughs> huh? no. I think you, you, you know, you can get those, um, that same logo uh, that comes in a Pop-Tart, I believe. And there's a waffle maker that or a pancake maker that will make that for you. That will you can make pancakes in the shape of yeah. Han Solo. Yeah. Uh, frozen. Yeah. Nice. Or it's a t- like a toast. They did a pretty good job. I mean, that looks, looks really good. Very good. He's got a belt line. Like a- He's got his like his pockets. Yeah. I guess you and, just leave that out there and you let everyone take pictures, huh? Yeah, and then how long before it gets moldy and, and birds start chipping away at it? I wonder if they can spray it with something. Like, I, sure I would want to go in that store and get, like, Death Star uh, balls. It's just a Death, <laughs> a, de- a Death Star with just some, like, jelly yeah. inside of it. Oh, like yeah. A, like a black jelly. Yeah, you need something to spread on on on. Uh, Han Solo there, you know, toast him up, put some uh, jelly on. Yeah, let's see. I'm trying to read this thing here. It says uh, what they made it with. Two types of dough, including a yeastless dough with a higher sugar content so it will last longer. And they used wood as well. So there's wood up in there. So I don't know if you can eat it. Well, the wood is the carbonite that he's probably locked in. So it's wood that's... Like the frame uh, is wood. The frame is wood, yeah. You can also get that uh, logo uh, as a, like um, wallpaper to go over your refrigerator. They also oh, make yeah. Where, where you I've can seen stick those. It and then that's pretty go cool. Across. Yeah. yeah. Are you a big fan if of you're, if you're like, if you, have a, if you have a Han Solo frozen refrigerator okay let's say you're just a single guy and then and then you have somebody move in with you you meet a girl she moves in with you then you get married Mm -hmm. how 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 long to that refrigerator do you Mm -hmm. think ends up in the garage or becomes the basement refrigerator it's just a matter of time um uh, well, depending on if the girl also is a Star Wars fan, which I'm finding there's more out there than you think. Yeah. Um, my brother's most recent ex-wife <laughs> uh, was a big fan and had tattoos of, like, the Death Star and all this oh, stuff. Sweet. Oh, sweet. She got sleeved with it. So, you know, if it's someone like that, 
they'd be like, oh, yeah, keep it around. That's cool. But if it's a yeah. traditional sort of female, I would assume it's probably it, – it would be like a month before it's gone. <laughs> before they go. A month. I'm just, yeah. I'm just thinking we should maybe change up the theme. Yeah. 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 Oh, honey, I was just thinking the Han Solo fridge would look really good in your man cave. Yeah, right. Honey, I don't have yeah. them. We, we got to get you a man cave. I don't oh, thanks, know. Honey. Hey, let's do this, John. Let's do it. Why don't, why don't you give me some dates that people can come and see you over the next uh, few? Jacksonville, Florida, Comedy Zone, November 3, 4, and 5. Be careful. I know. That's where people I get. I know three different fl- stories about people getting. Oh, by the way, remember that Vinny's, Vinny's Comedy Club that that girl got thrown a yeah. finger can at? And I joked about the backdrop with bullet holes on it. Yes. And I, I probably, I didn't know that I'm there in February. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You have to do something. So you have to do something. Have someone throw, not a beer, but like, um, I don't know, like a juice box. Juice and then box. you pick it up and take the juice box and just start sipping the rest of it. And then sip it. <laughs> So you're at Jacksonville Comedy Zone. Yeah, and then Nor- uh, be in Myrtle Beach on the 16th of November at the House of Blues. And mm. then uh, Las Vegas in December, Jimmy Kimmel's Comedy Club. That's back open? I used to be there all the time. I used to love that place. I have yeah. never been. It's great. You feel like a um, – it feels good to perform there. You feel like uh, they treat you well. I mean, this good. is back pre- pre-COVID. Excited to hear that it's back back open again. Yeah, uh, um, New Year's Eve I'll be in Charlotte doing the Comedy Zone there. New Year's Eve in Charlotte, Nashville, Tennessee, in January. That's all you need for now. Go to heffernandreap dot com for all of our tour dates. I'll be at the Comedy Castle first week in November. Comedy Works second week in November. Bunch of stuff in December, but I've already forgotten. Uh, Tampa Side Splitters, I believe, in December. Uh, John, you've been there before. I've never been. Oh, um, hmm. Uh, I, I know I know that I like that room. I don't <laughs> know how you are going to feel about it. I think that uh, you will. Okay. okay. It's in a corner, but the crowd has a tendency to be a part of the show. You think it's a Not in a mean adventure? way. Yeah, hmm? they're just excited. It's Florida. Yeah. It's, it's Florida. Florida. You, you got you to gotta adjust for wind. Back, but I always you know. always have a good time there. I think you'll love it. Uh, right, I can't perfect. wait to hear what you think. Um, also, last week, sorry, uh, we, we maybe y'all didn't see last week's episode, but it did come out later. We had problems with the with the restreaming. I believe it was the restream. The service yeah. we used to to push it out uh, had a problem. And before we leave, John Heffern. Yes, I'm eating popcorn right now. <laughs> um, we should do, I want to know what you think about it. Let's do a whole podcast. I've been thinking, what the, what's happening? What's on the podcast? ASMR. I don't Why can't we do it? This podcast. Do this. And you, you chomp, and then I'll just talk like this just the whole time. That really bugs John, I know that bugs you. That's why I was waiting to do it at the very end. <laughs> John can't stand to hear people eat. Yeah. All right. I want to do one of those podcasts where the people talk like this all the time. I don't know why people think it's so bad. I think one time we should start the podcast like this and see how many people turn the radio up and then all of a sudden do it like this. <laughs> Just like this. <laughs> 
Hey, Siri, turn it to Hefford and Reap. See All works. right, man. Till next week. We'll see ya. We bet. Have a great. Bye. Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem. So please validate them by ranking them and making them seen. So no matter what you do, Rank Heffron and Reap.